Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Yo, what up, peeps? It's Jeremiah Watkins. <laughs> it's Justin Alexio. And uh, you're listening to The Building Years, as that little intro said. Uh, how you guys doing? What uh, up? What up? What up? We're doing well. Uh, we had something interesting happen uh, this morning. We're recording this on uh, Monday, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. Uh, Holla. In Los Angeles, there was a pretty decent-sized earthquake. It's the biggest one I've ever felt in the four and a half years I've lived here. So explain to me what was going on whenever the earthquake hit because what time time to hit 6 25 or something yeah. this morning yeah so what where were you and what were you doing whenever <laughs> that happened i was uh naked in my bed you uh, sleep naked dude it was hot last night okay <laughs> you don't sleep naked i mean sometimes it feels good i guess but not very often oh i, I sleep naked on the regs really yeah. i will sleep naked if you know not alone i have to have like a lot of time. Well, I've slept naked alone maybe a couple times, but mainly it's because my girlfriend is over. Oh, see, I don't like. I don't. If I'm alone, I don't. If, or if I'm with somebody, I don't sleep naked because I don't want them to see my unerect penis. Oh, really? Yeah. So you are are a, a grower, not a shower. <laughs> oh, I I don't know. Yeah, I guess I'm so. definitely a grower, not a shower. <laughs> I'm not afraid Let's to talk admit about it. our small dicks. I mean, whenever it's flaccid, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like, whoa, Pokemon! Whoa. <laughs> it's like Go Charizard. <laughs> Like what's happening? Yeah, I choose you. It's like okay, yeah, I'm your only one. Um, so yeah, I was naked and uh, I feel I feel the shaking, and I was like, I was like, who's? I thought someone was shaking me. I was like, who's? I was like, stop it! And I was like, wait a second, I'm single. No one's in my bed with me. (laughs) And then I I look up and I hear all my stuff rattling around. I was like. I, I as soon as it started happening, I started going, "Oh shit!" And then it went for like three or four more seconds. And I had um because my house is old. I think my house is built in like the 1920s. Clearly not up to fire code. Um, I was like, if this house collapses, I gotta jump out the window right now. So really? I like I got ready to jump out the window, but then it just stopped. Wow. And then about ten seconds later, I went on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people made posts as soon as it happened. Yeah. Uh, my uh, my little brother called me too. He was like, he was worried about you. Well, yeah, he's he's in a he's what uh, nine, and um, he's like, we just saw on the news that there was an earthquake in Los Angeles. Are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm okay. And then uh, I was like, does mom care if I'm okay? She's like, ah, no. She says you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's funny. I was. Do you know? Do you want to know where I was at this morning? Where were you? Six twenty-five in the morning. Okay, I was asleep, right. but my girlfriend, Maya, and I had gone to bed pretty late because we had watched uh, oh, that a movie. Eh, we'd watch a, I guess a little. Uh, we'd watch uh, the <laughs> a movie. Uh, uh, Final Cut with Robin Williams is an older one. Yeah. Um, Maya had never seen it, and I like that movie a lot. Uh, but six twenty-five, the earthquake happens. I sleep through it completely. <laughs> and Maya is like, Jeremiah, I think it's an, there's an earthquake happening right now. 
I'm like, no, nah, it's something else. I say that in my sleep. <laughs> no, nah, it's something you else. You don't remember saying that? I don't remember saying that at all. How condescending are you? Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then um, she said she stayed up for like 20 minutes just in case because she said that, I, which I don't know. I've never been in an earthquake. I'm not from here. But she's like, you're supposed to like get out of the house if it's like... Well, yeah, the aftershocks. Yeah, the aftershocks. So she stayed up for... I, she said she was awake for like the next 20 minutes and then she fell back asleep. Yeah, it was... Uh, I couldn't go back to sleep. It was, I, Dude, I was so knocked out. I don't... <laughs> like, I... Okay, so there was stuff falling off of like the shelves in my room and stuff. <laughs> and, and Maya is trying to wake me up and I'm just like... Mm, it's You're something like, it's else. not it. That's not it. And Dude. then and then I had a friend who posted on my Facebook that said, You're like the guy in the horror movie that, that tells his <laughs> girlfriend that it's just the wind or something. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, dude. It's uh also it made me realize I have no idea what to do if it was a major earthquake. There's all these steps you're supposed to do. You're supposed to have a kit. I have none of that shit. Dude, I'm surprised this TV did not fall. <laughs> I have got a TV that's propped up on my window that is not on a wall mount at all, and it's just on my printer. And you haven't moved it yet. I haven't moved it yet. No. And isn't that not yours? <laughs> Would it be yeah, it was else? given to me. <laughs> it's just broken. Yeah. Dude, uh, yeah, it was scary. That was the longest one, because the epicenter was in um, Westwood. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's why it was, felt so big. Yeah. That was, that's really not that far from us. No. Usually they're that's like, like a fifteen minute drive for anybody who's you know wondering how close we usually were to the, the earthquake. Earth, I mean, I felt earthquakes where the epicenter is like fifty miles away. Yeah. So this one was like right there. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, dude, I get scared when I'm driving under the freeway. I'm like, if an earthquake happens right now, I'm dead. Oh yeah, just like in all those movies, they show it so much. <laughs> like when an earthquake happens, where where you're like on a bridge and then all the cars just like fall into the ocean and then you're like dead <laughs> dead well dude those uh i mean those they fell one time like they fell in the 94 earthquake and when they collapsed like someone was driving a motorcycle and it, the collapse and he just went over the side it's really scary he went uh, over the side? Like, Well, yeah, it collapsed down. So he was just driving, and then now there's no more highway, and he just fell like 50 feet. Oh, my goodness. Because when those highway, you know, the stacks where the yeah. the I-10 is, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. when those all fell, they just replaced it, and then they didn't, sh- they didn't like reinforce the rest of the highway. Like, ah, it made it. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, so that's why I get scared. I mean, sure. you know how much money it would cost to redo that? That's why it they didn't cost, do it. And years of... Yeah, you, you know how bad the 405 is right now with like the repairs. Oh, for years they've been repairing the 405 and trying to make it better. And that's just to make it one lane wider. I know one lane. That's crazy, dude. So yeah, I'm alive though, baby. What yeah. up? Yeah. Oh, so we got to talk about this. We can't really. We're we signed a a confidentiality agreement, so we can't really talk too much about it. But Justin and I had our first comedic duo audition where we auditioned as a two-man comedy team yeah it was pretty fun it was for a commercial that's about all we can say and we ha- we uh had to sing a jingle together and i felt like we killed it yeah dude it was good the casting director shook my hand i've never had a casting director shake yeah my he hand. came up to us afterwards and he's like thanks for putting in the time and preparing 
and uh, that was really funny, and he shook both our hands, and yeah. It, it's someone on the outside of the door said that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that's when Justin and I were like, oh, we killed that, <laughs> because if somebody's outside of a room, and they're like, you guys are funny, it's like, whoa. All right, you we'll weren't even it. in there. You weren't even in the room, uh, so we'll find out tomorrow if we get a call back for it, because... I freaking hope so. Dude, if we don't, that's going to be crushing to me, because <laughs> we killed so hard. I know. And when you do that, they're always like, oh, you should feel good about... If you feel good about the audition, that's all that matters. And I'm like, no. Not for this no. one. I, this one, I've still been listening to the song, even on the off days, <laughs> just for just good luck. getting ready. Getting just ready getting for the ready championship. For, yeah, exactly. Uh, but that was cool. Yeah, Justin referred us uh, through his agent, and he got us an uh, audition. Yeah, so uh, we'll keep we'll keep you guys posted on that. Next week, we'll either be like, we booked it, or... Uh. Yeah, well, yeah. Actually, we would know by <laughs> if we got a callback and booked it by the time next week's episode. So, ooh, cliffhanger. <laughs> uh, what did you do for St. Patrick's Day, man? Dude, so today is St. Patrick's Day while we're oh, yeah. recording. And uh, I didn't do, like... Well, I slept in. I went back to sleep for hours. Was today not a holiday? That's so weird to me that you had an audition. I thought it was a holiday. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But uh, yeah, I had a same day audition. Uh, and I had to drive to Santa Monica. And Justin and I actually had to rearrange our podcast recording schedule. But all, I, all, did was, all I did was take a nap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I did uh, I did pretty good at, at the uh, audition. There's a guy who I saw there who I, I originally met in an audition a couple of years back, who he's a fellow stand-up comedian, uh, might actually try to get him on the show. Eventually, he's got some cool stuff going on. But uh, he's like, "Hey, man, uh, why don't I see you at auditions more? We're both like tall, lanky guys." I was like, "I know you should be seeing me more. Mm-hmm. Like this is, ugh. like I was like that was it's, so. I want you to see me more, man. I know it was like frustrating to he- hear somebody who's like just like not has not, doesn't even know me that well at all to be like." <laughs> I should I should be seeing you more. Like, oh, Jesus. So uh, got some stuff in the works to All right. maybe maybe get a different agent. We'll see. Another another, another cliffhanger. A, a, another help from from Justin. Justin referred me, so I've got a meeting with uh, his agent next month. That's uh, ballsy as you're saying that. What if your agent listens to this podcast? There's no way he's that in touch. <laughs> If he's just in his desk, like, I would wait a second. I would love it if I got dropped because I I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm taking another. You know, they don't <laughs> even know this podcast exists. Probably. Wait, wait, when uh, when you go into the meeting with my agent, are you gonna pitch this as a thing? Like, I do a podcast. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do your pitch meeting. Hi, Jeremiah. Welcome. Oh, hey, how's it going? Uh, what can you offer us? Uh, everything. Uh, <laughs> I've got improv skills, stand up. I perform almost seven, a lot of weeks, seven nights a week. Are you going to go in like confident or cocky? I'll go in confident, super confident. I won't go in cocky, but I will be like, this would be. Like, you want, you, you need me. Well, yeah, I'll be like, this will be a good fit for us both if, if, if we work together. Yeah. Let's yeah. take over the world. Rather than I need you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of people go in very meek. Yeah, what I hear too is you don't want to badmouth your previous agent, right? Which uh, I've—I I, mean, if they ask me like, uh, "Are you what's going on with your current agent?" I'm like, "Uh, you know, I I'm just you know not getting sent out as much as I'd like to. I've I've got new headshots for them. Um, I'm I always send them updates of of shows uh, and things that I booked, and it just hasn't you know 
it hasn't increased the number of auditions. And I've talked to people uh, in other agencies who are friends who are in the same type as me, and they are just going out way more than I am. Totally. Dude, you know what I always mess up on when I do meetings like that is if it's a female, I always accident i've done this so many times i accidentally, accidentally start flirting no <laughs> i could see that for sure no no i i always instead of giving a handshake at the end i always give a hug and i'm like not professional justin oh yeah because like i guess you're supposed to handshake everybody i don't know yeah. or it's just like females want the hugs uh a lot of times they do i think yeah yeah well, mama hen and i mean i don't know about a first meeting <laughs> if you sign with them then maybe a it's hug. like oh you did we did it we i did tricked it. you i need you more than you need me <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah so uh we'll, we'll keep posting on that boys and girls so anyways what did you do for st patrick's day you had an audition I had an audition, and then I went grocery shopping, and then now we're recording this podcast. <laughs> and then later tonight, I'll go to the comedy store and do a spot. And I'll hang out there late, and that'll be my night, my St. Patrick's Day. That's exciting. Yeah. Did you have any uh, interesting shows or anything uh, in the, the, this past week that you did? Um, well, I... Oh, I know something interesting happened. So to this morning, I shot a sketch. Ooh. Uh, yeah, this guy directed it. He had a freaking nice... I mean, he had a studio. We were shooting in his studio. Okay. And I was like on his bed. Um, but... Uh, and this was a sketch? <laughs> <laughs> Justin just calls porn sketches. <laughs> I was just doing this, this sketch, man. Uh, you know, there's a little bit of penetration. Yeah. And like, but yeah, it was a what, sketch. Whatever, whatever. You mean you were on a porn shoot <laughs> in a studio? Cameras are sketches. <laughs> uh, dude, he had a sick place. It looked over all of Hollywood. And I was like, That's dope. Dude, but for that money, I would not have, because that view costs him money. I would just get a one well, bedroom and like be on the floor. Yeah. Um, but, uh, dude, this, this girl I did the scene with was so ridiculously hot. Like, and she was so nice. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> So I could, I told her I was like, I was like thinking about going vegan, like just for like health reasons. And, uh, she's like, oh my God, you're going to go vegan. Cause I guess she's really pro animal and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, so I was looking like a real, I was looking like a real winner. A real I, winner. I was making her laugh a lot and, uh, she was super hot. So then I'm like, <clears throat> you know, I have like an hour to burn before the podcast. Like, yeah. do you want to like hang out or something? She's like, yeah, yeah. And uh, and then so I'm like I got this, and then on the elevator down she like, you know, just mentions her boyfriend. It wasn't intentional, but like she just talked about him or something. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh my god, no, no. And then I was like, and then you called me, and then I was just pretended that uh, I ha I had an audition to go to, so I wouldn't waste money on a girl that's of course that already has a boyfriend. <laughs> I was like, ah, I'm out of here, but she's super nice. But I was like, why are all the hot ones always taken? Yeah, a lot of times, a lot of times. Yeah, because like if you're hot, if you're well, because if I, you're hot and you have a decent personality in Los Angeles, you it's pretty rare that you're sing, still single. Yeah, because if I if I if you're hot and have a good personality, even if you don't have a good personality, I mean, there's you're a, hot. There's a lot of hot skanks out here oh, that yeah. are single, but like yeah, but not with the good personality. But not with the good personalities. I'm just like oh, because dude, when I was talking to her, I, my whole time I was like, I gotta, I gotta get her, I gotta get her. So. How many other guys think that when they talk to her? It's like, I have no freaking chance. Yeah. So that was a love and loss. Was it a funny sketch? 
Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was good. The director was. They were all Greek, so it was weird because uh, like the they had a director, AD, and then like a sound guy. Yeah. So they were all talking in Greek between sets, like about the thing, and I was like, it was weird that I couldn't understand. Sure. Uh, they were just like talking to each other, and I think they were talking about me, like, uh, like. Oh, of, cor- of course they were. <laughs> and so I was like, well, "Let me in, guys! Come on!" And they'd be like, "Good, good man, that's good." I was like, "Oh Jesus!" I'd be like, "Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, am I doing something wrong, or what's going on here?" Yeah, that's how I sound, Jeremiah. <laughs> With a hot girl in the bed with you, he'd be like, "Um, excuse me, um, I have a little problem with this scene." It was a, uh, it was a night after, like a, you know, like the morning after sex kind of sketch, and I was just like, uh, oh, during were, it, were, I'll- were you the mistake? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's pretty funny. Yeah, but dear, then the whole time I was like, because you know we're kind of bending lines, kind of a little bit, and I was just like. I hope we improvise it so I get to make out with her somehow. <laughs> we didn't. Yeah. That, I mean, that'd be pretty strong improv skills <laughs> if you could improvise your way in to making out with a girl that is not even in the scene direct. She's like, oh, I, I guess I have to yes and this. Uh, uh, all right. Okay. Ew. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Dude, I had three nights in a row. Some of the worst shows I've done. <laughs> in, yeah. Like in... Dude, how long has it been since I have had a bad show story for you? It's been a while. You've been like killing it lately, bro. It's been good. It's because like, Hughes is not around anymore. Well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, that's that's very true. Yeah, <laughs> the conditions of my shows are way better. Uh, so I'll tell you the the first one. First one is at the comedy store, and this guy I come out. Um, he had already been a problem for the host in the first comic, uh, like just like chiming in, just heckling a little bit. He was already super drunk. I made the mistake whenever I got there of uh, of saying what's up to his group because they were making so much noise whenever I came out. So I felt like I had to address it, which was a mistake. <laughs> and uh, they're just like, "Oh, we can talk to you now." Yeah, and uh, I ended up yelling at them, calling them white trash. <laughs> uh, and oh yeah baby and uh there's a couple comics why, why did you call them white trash were they just that kind they of were group? so sloppy and they were just being he was standing up he kept standing up in the front row he was in the front row and standing up his phone was going off he was talking so i just started calling him white trash where so were people liking your white trash statements uh kind of but then i was like he kept talking to him i said and i was like i said hey are you here to see somebody and he goes yeah I go, well, listen, the more noise that you make now, the more of a douchebag that, you, that, you, that you're going to look like during my set, okay? And as soon as your friend comes out, you're going to be hooting and hollering for that, that friend, and everybody's going to instantly hate that guy because <laughs> you are being a dick right now, yeah. and you will not respect the show. And that got like an applause break because <laughs> I, like, I just broke it down to him, like what was going on. I was like, I'd like to, to continue on with my set. And then I, I ended up doing one one-liner and one bit, and that was a six-minute set, and the rest was tending to this guy. And I was so <laughs> mad that it was like a wasted spot. Yeah. Because it was in the main room, and I was like, dude, I love that's my favorite room. Yeah. And he like, wasted my set. Yeah. But at least you handled him. Yeah, but I don't know. So that was bad show number one. <laughs> oh, we got more. Bad show number two. This one was way worse than that because <laughs> I actually bombed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I was contracted 
and by contracted, I was paid fifty bucks <laughs> to to open the show at uh, 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 at this theater. I'm not going to say, but I'll, I'll say for the uh, for uh, I won't say the the comic either. That way, just in case. Anyway, so I can hopefully do more work for them in other places. Little theater in Silver Lake. I opened for this UK comic. Okay, okay. this is a British guy. <laughs> Dude, you were excited about that. Show I was too. <laughs> really excited about this show. We, we start the show. I'm supposed to do a 20 minute opening set. Okay, okay? And I'm that's like, good Great. time. No, exactly. I was like excited for it. I was pumped. I was like, yeah, it's gonna be a nice little theater show. Um, so start the show. How many um, people? There was over 50 people. There. Oh, that's so a, was, dude. That's it's a true bomb. crowd. It's a true bomb. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> So here's what it's happened. It's a 20-minute bomb. Dude, so here's what happened. I, uh, we started the show at 8.40 p.m. I'm supposed to do 20 minutes. He's supposed to come on at 9, and he's supposed to do his 70-minute one-man show. Oh, wow. So, oh, it's so you're the only a, opener. So it's going to be a full 90-minute show. You yeah. Know? So, yes, I'm the only opener. I go out there. I cold open the show uh, after I'm announced as the opener. Mm-hmm. And uh, do very minimal crowd work because it's a theater show, and I feel like it's not appropriate for me to keep asking people where they're from and all that stuff. Yeah. I felt like I needed to get into my set. Very briefly, I just asked where people are from. I find out very quickly that almost the entire audience is British. Oh, that's a that's a cool crowd to be in front of. You've probably never been in front of an all British crowd. Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Here's, I start the show off almost in the dark. There's one light that's on the stage, and I'm like, oh, this is just weird, the weird lighting conditions for the show, because there's a projector behind me for his one-man show, because he's like got a multimedia-type act, okay. where he plays videos, he, he sings songs over tracks, etc. I'm like, oh, this is just the setup, because that's just how the show is going to work, because he's got all that stuff set up, so they probably don't want a different lighting scheme for me. Right. I'm like, all right, I'll deal with that. Two minutes into my set, they turn on the stage lights. <laughs> and I'm like, really? This so you just you just weren't prepared for me to go up. Okay. Okay, That's fine. Hilarious. I'll take that. I go into my act. I start bombing so hard. <laughs> like so ridiculously hard. Why do you think you lost them so fast? I lost them because I think part of it was technical difficulties. I started off my set. <laughs> By saying, "Can we raise the mic a little bit?" Because it, it was so soft, it was, it was like this like, uh, coming over the speakers. Like I was talking, like, and I was talking like I was talking like this, like very loud. But it was coming out like this. It was just coming out like very, like very. So soft. you're like, turn up the so mic. So I asked. I said, "Could you turn up the mic?" They barely raised it. I was like, "More, more, <laughs> more, more." Kept doing it. Never got to the point where I was like, I was like, can you guys hear me? They're like, yeah, yeah. It was like not even a solid yes. I was like, okay. So I start off the set like that. Okay. Already, you're already <laughs> digging a hole. They're whenever already, dude, they, they, they're, they stop losing, they, they lose faith in the show. They, yeah, they lose faith in, in and me. In, and you, even though you had nothing to do with that. Right. That's funny. So then I start doing a little bit of crowd work, just asking where people are from, blah, blah, blah. Going to my act. Uh, and they. It was so clear to me that they did not want to see anybody but him. Right. That it was just almost embarrassing how bad I was doing. <laughs> like I'm doing bits that that some of them get applause breaks and they're giving me nothing. 
And any the only time where I start doing well in my set was whenever I start addressing how bad I'm doing and <laughs> how course. much they hate me. They, of course. And they thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Whenever I'm addressing like that they don't like me and that that uh, that I said the, and and anyway, the sound guy ends up turning off my mic completely like 12 minutes in. What? Like if he didn't turn it off all the way, then it was co- it was coming out so soft. It was coming out even softer. Because, so in your because head, I uh, I will I get loud on the mic. Yeah, I use that for different things. So my thought would have been if I was in your position, like, oh, they want me off the stage. Nope, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't make that thought. She did light me early though, <laughs> uh, so I ended up doing a like a seventeen minute set. But uh, so then I started doing bits. I do a bit where I'm like, oh, this one's just going to be for me because they're not even <laughs> laughing anyway. So I do a bit where I end up going to the audience and singing and screaming in people's faces. And by this time, they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I, I like audibly heard someone go, oh, my God. <laughs> this British person just so upset that I Was like, it older people or what? It was like middle-aged and, and British. younger British people. But they're just like just appalled by me by this point that I have that I still have the balls to go into the audience and scream in their faces while like singing songs. So after that I go I don't know if you guys notice this but my comedy keeps going. So you can either get on board or you can be disappointed my entire opening set. <laughs> and then I do one more bit. I introduce the comic and I get off stage. I bombed so hard I could not even stay in the same room. Like and that that like every once in a while whenever I bomb that hard I got I have to leave the venue because I'm like I'm not going to stir and sit in my own crap yeah. that I just like, I got to get out of here. It was so So you, you never got to talk to the comic after uh, he no, watched I, you. No, I I he I ended up direct messaging him on Twitter um cuz he was nice enough to follow me before uh I opened for him. And uh, and then I got paid the 50 bucks, and I told the lady, I go, I'm not going to blame my entire set on technical difficulties, but I but I will say that it did definitely affect my yeah, set. Yeah, hindered and I, my performance. I said, I do not feel like I gave you the show that I usually am able to give, and uh, you know I hope that I can uh, work with you again on uh, another show. She's like, blah, blah, blah. Um, the reach, uh, she's like, well, I'm sorry, like, uh, with the mic thing. She's like, I didn't know it'd be like this for this venue. It's my fault. I booked this venue. Next door, there's a theater show going on. We've already gotten complaints, so we're not allowed to turn the mic above a certain decibel level. Oh. So, uh, that's why, because I do a couple bits where I get pretty loud on the mic. That's why they ended up turning it down almost to oh, nothing. Oh, that makes sense. So it, but that's it was, also not a great venue to be in. Then. No, dude, I was so frustrated. So wait, did who booked you, the comic or? The, dude, the, I got the referred for this one, oh. and I called him right after. I was like, "Hey, dude, I just ate a huge dick. <laughs> you probably are gonna get an email or a call saying how bad that I was. I'm just giving you a heads up. <laughs> I appreciate you referring me for this." And he said, "I'll talk to her." Uh, and if she goes off on how bad you did, I'll just explain to her why she's wrong. And she's like, you'll get another shot. Um, he's like, sorry that you know there's bad tech stuff. And another reason why I did so bad, the doors opened at 8 p.m. I went on at 8.40. Some people got there before the doors opened, so they were oh. waiting an hour before yeah. they saw. Like, they I didn't, I didn't want to wait an hour for this white American. Yeah, who's, I dude, 
they had to think, like, I'm so obnoxious. <laughs> like, this guy is so obnoxious and oh. just thinks he's really good. Because I, I give the same performance whether I'm bombing Yeah, or you're not. just, like, going for and it. And then, like, I'll, I'll, I was saying some stuff like, still trying to feel you guys out. Not um, <laughs> not really sure where uh, we are. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, but that's my pretty bad bombing story. Well, I'm glad. I love, I well, I hate bombing in front of that many people. And then I look back at it, I'm just like, ugh. You learn a lot. Oh, and then the third one. Um, <laughs> thir- yeah. Third one. Uh, I was supposed to feature, get 50 bucks. Nobody showed up for the show. Three people came. I did 10 minutes, and she gave me 10 bucks for gas. And uh, I was in front of three people. But I just tried out new stuff. And three people? There's three people Where'd in the Where'd you audience. drive to? It was Sal's Comedy Hole. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that place, I've never heard. I've never never had a a good show show there, there. and I've never had someone tell me they had a a good show there. Never. (laughs) I've never heard of that. I've seen it. That club? I've seen it uh, packed once, and that was for Jamar Neighbor's uh, birthday roast. Ah. But that's like a birthday show, you know what I mean? And everybody loves Jamar, so, and he doesn't throw shows, so. Uh, crazy dude yeah that show keeps that, that club keeps closing down and then opens oh, back up it smelled like burnt pizza in there too <laughs> the entire time I was performing oh oh my god well sorry I took up the last like 10 minutes no you uh, you, you had no the crowd wants it we didn't have any comments right no yeah yeah and we didn't have any new emails that I saw. So. Well, guys, the building years at gmail.com. Yeah, email us at the building years. <laughs> I just said the building. Email us at the building years at gmail.com. And uh, hit up Justin Alexio on Twitter at oh. Justin Alexio. At I, Jeremiah Standup. Oh, thank you, buddy. Ah. And uh, uh, he and I just shot a new sketch. It should be out within a month or so. <laughs> uh, I put it up. And yeah, we're excited. And do you have any shows that you want to plug this week, buddy? Uh,. Uh no, sorry. I'll... Maybe next week. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, check his Twitter. He'll he'll post his uh, show stuff on Twitter. Uh, I'm just gonna plug real quick. Uh, tonight, which is when the podcast comes out, Tuesday, March 18th, I'm doing a show at the John Lovitz Club, where John Lovitz uh, is actually gonna be hosting the show. So that should be cool. And it's a no cover, no drink minimum show. So if you want to come out, check it out. And then uh, Thursday, I'm doing a show at. Dunas at some like coffee shop or something. Friday I'm doing Thunder Pussy with Death Squad. It'll be a good fun show. And then uh, Saturday and Sunday I'll be hanging out at the comedy store and uh, Monday I'll be doing a spot there as well. So uh, hit us up. Thanks so much for listening. Justin had to go take a phone call. I'm Jeremiah Watkins. He's Justin Alexio. And thanks so much for the love and all you listeners out there. We appreciate you.